you're listening to the Journey to the Top podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. I'm a physical therapist, a private practice owner, and a career and business coach for healthcare professionals. This is the podcast where we talk about how to have it all in life. You can have success in your career, your family, your business, your health, and everything in between. In fact, there are people out there just like you who have cracked the code. My mission is to bring those people on this podcast so that one day you and I can live the have-it-all lifestyle too. Are you ready to join me on the journey to the top? If so, let's get started and dive in into today's episode. All right, what is going on, everybody? Uh, it is Javier Carlin here coming live at you uh, in my personal profile, and I'm here to talk about something that uh, I feel very passionate about, and I'm sure I'm going to piss off quite a few people with uh, this live stream, and that is not my direct intention. I, I once heard a quote that, so obviously the phrase from the Bible is the truth will make you free, but I heard someone say, uh, the truth will make you free, but first it will piss you off. So uh, the fact that you're upset is not my direct intention, but it is something that will probably happen uh, from listening to a few of the things that I have to say about uh, something that I feel very strongly about. One of these systems that I believe is, um, I don't even know if to say broken. I, I strongly in the title of this uh, video is called Weapons of Mass Instruction. If you're interested in diving deeper into what I'm about, what I'm about to share with you today, uh, go ahead and get this book. It was recommended to me by, I believe it was Myron Golden, uh, and it's called Weapons of Mass Instruction. Go ahead and, and grab that book either on audio, uh, on Audible, or buy it on Amazon. But it's a professor essentially that dives into this topic extensively, and it's some pretty kind of radical ideas, but it makes a lot of sense, uh, probably too much sense. And when things make too much sense, you might want to start listening to them. So before we get started, I want to know, I want to know, you know, this is an open platform, uh, share as much as you want or as little as you want, but what are your current thoughts? Uh, before I dive into what my thoughts are, what are your current thoughts on our educational system? Is it good? Is it bad? Does it need to be uh, modified? And if so, like, what do you think should change about our current educational system? I have a few notes here on my whiteboard that I want to touch on uh, today. But before I do, I think I think the way that we change this is by, is by talking about it. And I have a different perspective. You have a different perspective. And it's okay to have different perspectives. We just have to be okay with that and discuss it. And that's how we make things better. That's how we evolve as uh, individuals and as humans, right? So I would love to know uh, what your current thoughts are about our educational system. And as you're, go, as you're putting those thoughts in the comment section below, um, I want to start with this, okay? I want to start with this. Education as a whole is amazing. I'm a huge proponent, huge believer in getting yourself educated and learning knowledge, uh, learning new skills, and applying those skills uh, to be able to help people advance in this planet that we live in. Uh, whether it's it's uh, in the study of space, the earth, you know, technology, uh, healthcare. Uh, I believe that education is is extremely important and it's something that every single person on this planet needs to do is, is become an educated individual. Uh, so this is not uh, me bashing on education. Education is incredible. It's just that the system that we have in place right now uh, in our traditional educational system, I believe has not evolved and it has a lot of holes uh, and gaps that need to be filled. 
Otherwise, things are just going to continue to get to get worse for everyone. Before I start uh, kind of breaking down why I believe the educational system needs to be completely flipped on its head, uh, I would love to get your input on that, your thoughts. Let me know in the comment section down below right now. Like, what are your thoughts on the current educational system? Uh, is it perfect? Uh, does it need to be uh, changed and adapted? Does it need what? What needs to change? I, I want to know. Go ahead and let me know. Um, the second thing I want to say before I destroy the educational system, sorry, before I dive into uh, what I think about the educational system, is that teachers are amazing. Uh, teachers, professors, instructors are are amazing, and they do deserve uh, more pay for all the work that they put in. And it, it's it's not their fault. It is not their fault that the educational system is broken. It is not their fault. They're not the ones who created the system. They are just uh, inside of the system and they have to do what the system tells them to do, right? More standardized tests. Okay, cool. Well, if my results, if, if my pay is dictated by the results that I get in terms of getting my students to uh, get high scores on their standardized tests, well, guess what's going to happen? We're going to train them to take standardized tests and excel at them, hopefully. So it is not the teacher's fault. It is not education as a concept, as a whole's fault. It is a few underlying things that we cannot see but that have been happening for years now that are destroying our educational system, that are destroying not just our educational system, uh, are destroying people's lives. Uh, and and I'm, I feel really strong about that. So I'm going to go ahead and dive into a few points that I made. Again, feel free to disagree with me. I, I love uh, to have uh, constructive conversations and discussions. Uh, whether you agree with me, whether you don't agree with me, please let me know down below. It's okay, right? I'm totally fine with it. I'm all about getting to the truth. And the only way we get to the truth is by discussing things that people don't talk about. Go ahead. Let me know in the comment section down below right now. Let me know what are your thoughts on the current educational system. Okay, if, you, if, if you're driving right now or if you're at work, go ahead and put a thumbs up, put a thumbs down uh, if you can't type a whole sentence out. But I would love to know what your input is. Okay, because again, we all have, let's see, I think, I think. So Jonathan says, uh, need more finance classes. 150%, we absolutely do need finance classes. Uh, I don't think that uh, we have literally any education on that. We understand math and numbers problems, right? But calculus, do I use it every day? Absolutely not. Is it important? If, yes, it depends. If you're going into a profession where you need to use calculus, right? Algebra, geometry, all these things, it's not that they're not important. It's that how important are they in the direction that you want to go in? I think finances is something that's universal that everyone needs and, and needs to learn, right? And should learn, uh, but it is not taught in school. Okay, so there's already a disconnect there. Uh, so finance classes, I, I strongly agree with that. Jonathan, thanks for sharing. Anything else? I would love to know what else you think should change in the current educational system. I'm going to go ahead and dive into my points now. Uh, so finance classes, it's so it's so funny because I feel like it's it, it really it, there's simple things that we have to uh, that we have that we know are a part of life, right? The real world, right? There are simple things that we know that we have to learn at some point. Um, but because we're not taught those things from a very young age, uh, we don't really pay as much attention to them once we get into adulthood, right? So uh, finances is a, is a big one that I've even been avoiding looking at for years and years and years. And luckily, my fiance uh, is big on numbers and love finances, so she's going to be uh, helping me with that. But it's something I definitely avoided. So what else would you say? Okay, cool. So uh, as, as I'm talking, go ahead and let me know what else you think. So 
Okay, we've made a few points already. Uh, the educational system, uh, in my eyes, is broken. Okay, uh, number two, education is is great. Education as a as a concept, as as a thing, is is amazing, and we all need it. Teachers are great; they're highly needed and highly valuable. Uh, it is not their fault for why the educational system is broken. And I can relate this to healthcare, right? It is not the healthcare professionals' fault that they can't treat patients a certain way. Uh, it is the insurance companies, the, corp the corporations that are forcing them to treat in the way that they might not want to. It is not their fault to an extent. Can they make a, a difference? Can they start to implement changes uh, from the bottom up? Absolutely. I, I highly believe in that, but in a, in a different way than many of us might think. Okay. So again, teachers are awesome. It's not their fault. I think one the, the biggest change that needs to happen in our educational system is that it has to be more... You know, there's a quote uh, by Tony Robbins. He says, uh, knowledge isn't power, right? There's a, there's a phrase that's thrown out there that, that says, knowledge is power, knowledge is power. It's like, no, knowledge isn't power. Knowledge is potential power. Only one thing gives you power, and that is action, taking action, right? So in school, we theorize, we, we take these tests, we multiple guess, right? You give me an exam from PT school three years ago, and you give me four answer choices, uh, for each each question, I'm about I'm probably going to get at least a 50 percent on that test. Right, it's been three years, so there's a lot of information that I, even then I don't use because I, I'm so laser focused on one specialty. Right, but if you tell me that if you give me those same questions, for example, on cardiopulmonary or or neuro, something that I don't use every single day, if you give me the, the multiple choice guesses, I'll get them right. If you say, hey, write an essay on this or write a, a short paragraph on this answer, I have no idea. Uh, so we theorize, we learn these concepts and principles and all this stuff, but it doesn't stick with us and we don't actually use it, right? And like I said, knowledge is only power, sorry, if you actually use it. So knowledge is, is not power in itself. Knowledge is potential power, actions give you, gives you power. And not just action once, but continual, continuous, consistent action is what gives you the power, okay? So I feel like schools, the big point here is school should be more action-based we should actually take the things that we learn in school and apply them and not apply them for a test, not apply them for an exam or a standardized exam, apply them to life, right? Apply them to life. And from a very young age, uh, I, in, in this book, uh, Weapons of Mass Instruction, uh, they talk about how, again, it sounds crazy, but it's so true. They talk about how we've actually delayed our ability to, to think and think independently on our own, where it takes, they're, it, they're slowing down our development, essentially. Uh, and again, this is by uh, an ex-professor uh, who's saying these things. And he says uh, in, in the book, Weapons of Mass Instruction, again, if you want to dive into it a little bit deeper, he says that it's not, it's not by accident. He says it's on purpose. It's essentially an experiment is what he's saying, which is, again, might sound crazy, but go read it and find out for yourself. Make your own uh, decisions and thoughts from that, okay? Because many of us think that we think, but we don't, really, we don't really think. The thoughts that we have are typically from someone else. You know, the ideas that we have uh, are either our, our parents, our coworkers, our friends, uh, the people that we had growing up, our teachers, right? These are all thoughts that were implanted into our brain. And we just think those thoughts re uh, repeatedly, right? So make your own conclusions from this information. Again, it's not, I'm not telling you uh, this is what it is. It might be, uh, but I'm just saying, think about it. So I believe that the, what, the major thing that needs to change is we need to move to a, a more real-world application, action-based style of teaching and implementing in our educational system. One thing that I hate about the educational system is how it makes people feel like they're wrong. 
right? In school, it's either you're wrong or you're right. You get an A or you get an F, right? There's some in between, but you get the point, right? You're either right or wrong. And if you have a problem, an equation as an example, and you don't follow these exact steps to get to the answer and you do it through some other way, but you still get to the answer, well, that's also wrong. And guess what? Is that, is that how life works? Once you get into the real world, right? Is everything black or white? Is everything A or B? Is everything pass or fail? No. School teaches you to hate failure. School teaches you to avoid the F, the F word, okay? In life, we have to move forward. We have to move toward the F word. We have to move toward failure. That is how we learn. That is how we grow. That is how we uh, extract the lessons from the daily challenges that we, that we have to go through. So already that is something that I hate about the current educational system. It is not right or wrong. It is, it is learn from the lessons, right? You make a mistake, learn from the lessons, learn from the failures and use those lessons, use, use those mistakes, extract the wisdom from it and move forward and do something amazing. And I think in school, we have this uh, feeling of like, oh shoot, people are scared to answer because the educational system, right? Is going to say, hey, no, that's wrong. And then it's going to make you look stupid. And guess what? That person is never going to want to do again. Try and answer the question uh, for fear of making themselves look stupid. And guess what? That translates into that translates us uh, into us getting out of school, right? Going into the real world and being afraid of making mistakes because we don't want anyone to think that we look stupid. You guys with me? Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, Fernando says, what's up, Javi? Action is the best teacher. What's up, Fernando? Uh, man, we haven't talked in a while. We got to chat soon. Uh, we need to get away from the standardization model. 100%. Jonathan, I completely agree. We have to get far, far away from that. So um, does any, has anything that I've said so far resonate with you so far? Does that, in my head, it makes sense. Maybe it doesn't, but I don't know. <laughs> so um, I went over knowledge is not, not a power. There's something else about school that I personally don't like. Uh, and that is, it's and not that competition is a bad thing, but that is it's competitive nature to, to make people feel like they're not good enough to make people feel like, oh, if I have this piece of the pie, you can't have it either. If this person is doing that, well, you can't do it too. Or, hey, there's only X amount of people uh, that can, that can uh, achieve this result and get into this program or become this professional. And if you're not good enough, then that, that's too bad. And it, it forces this, this competitive uh, nature, which is comp competition is not a bad thing. It actually helps to move us forward. But when we start thinking and comparing ourselves to others and making ourselves feel bad because of what others are doing and what we can't do, it again, brings us down. It holds us back. And we have to switch to more, a more, a more uh, collaborative model where we're actually working together, right? And guess what most of schooling is? It's sit down, shut up, don't talk to your neighbor. You learn your stuff, you pass or fail your exams on your own. And that kind of inner competition I think slows a lot of us down when we get into the real world. So that is the next point that I wanted to, to talk about. Um, and again, the, the sit down and shut up uh, and do your work system that we have in place right now is something that was uh, started when uh, in the industrial age, right? When we had workers that needed to be trained to go into factories and all they would do is sit down and shut up and do your work. And that's what was happening back in the day. And that's what was needed. That was, that was the, the age that we were in. And it was fine for that time, but it doesn't work that way anymore. And we're stuck in this old system that is not allowing us to use our creative minds, uh, the, the minds that we have that were uh, created for us to think, right, to, to create, 
and to develop things and, and to help people and serve people at a very high level, our creative juices are basically sucked out of us through the time, I would say, right? And think about it this way. Think about it this way. So when we're, when we're young, right, when we're kids, um, what do parents tell all their kids? You can do anything you want. Anything is possible, right? Anything that you want to be is possible. You want to be an astronaut? You got this, son. You want to be a firefighter? You can do it, right? You, can, you want to be, you know, the, the next Elon Musk? Go for it. You want to be president? Let's make it happen, son. You got this. And what starts to happen is as we start getting older, as we start going through school, those same aspirations that we once had are crushed. It's like, hey, listen, you should probably be a little bit more realistic. Have you ever heard that before? You should probably be more a, re- a little bit more realistic with your goals. Realism, is that a word? Realism <laughs> is based on whose reality we're talking about, right? Everyone has a different reality. Everyone has achieved different things. So what's what might be possible to you is, is or not possible to you is very possible to someone else. So uh, being realistic, it, it, I hate that concept. So we, we, we start growing up, you know, thinking that we can do anything and, and, and accomplish anything in life. And then that starts to get stripped away from us as we go through the educational system. Uh, and uh, we start, people start telling us, hey, listen, uh, you have to choose one thing and that's going to be your forever career and you're going to be stuck with it. So you better make a decision real quick. Right. Make a decision and and it better be a good one. And like what that I feel like that constricts us from being able to just expand our minds and think about what other possibilities are out there. Right. So I feel like that that is something that uh, also has to change is that and we you know, it's what like I want to dive into the one question. What is one question that uh, kids are constantly asking their parents? I don't have kids yet and I'm sure I'll probably understand when I do as to why it is so annoying. But what is the one question, for those of you who are live, are, uh, live right now, it's one word, one word and a question mark. What is the one question that kids are always asking their parents? I'm gonna wait a couple of seconds and see if anyone can drop it down in the comment chat, uh, comment section. What is the one, one question with one word that kids are always asking their parents as they're growing up? Why? Yes, Kimberly got it, why? Why, 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 why? Because, 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 because it is what it is, that's it, do it. And what happens is that, uh, and I understand the frustration, but what we're unfortunately doing as a consequence, we're closing down the the thinking process. We're shutting down the thinking process that our kids have. And uh, that why is something that we stop asking ourselves when we're grownups. Right, we stop thinking independently, and when you start to ask yourself, "What? Hey, why am I actually doing this? Is this what I actually want to do? Why should I invest in this program? Why should I go to physical therapy school? Why should I start a business? Why should I stay in my job? What do I actually want in, for my life, and why do I want it?" It's a such a powerful question, but we don't ask as adults. We don't ask ourselves that enough, and could it be because from a very young age we were told that you'd never ask why? because it is disrespectful. If you go to, if you go to school and, uh, and the professor, the teacher says uh, something and you ask why, 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 why? And, the, and, and it's like, oh, because that's, the, that's what the book says. That's what it is. Don't ask me why anymore. We're, we're constantly kind of shutting people down from asking that very, very important question. And if we were, and, and, and we have to be, we have to kind of like check our ego a little bit because sometimes 
uh, we get offensive because we don't know the answer to the question. But instead of saying, hey, that's a great question. You know what? Let's find out together. Wouldn't that change everything for us? Like we would actually start forcing our kids from a young age to actually think for themselves, right? We could even say, hey, you know what? That's a great question. Why don't you tell me why? Like, what do you think? And that is how we create independent thinkers, which I, I, I don't believe we have a lot of uh, in this world that we live in right now. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Because uh, I hope that makes sense for everyone else because it makes sense in my head. <laughs> cool. So we have that. Now, the last point that I, wanna, that I want to make before I have to jump off uh, because I, I have a coaching call I have to get on now for the clinic. Uh, we're, we're focused on getting more patients into the doors. So I have to head out like in two minutes. But the last point that I wanted to bring home with, with this is, you know, you have a broken system when, when we start to uh, analyze that there are people coming out of school, remember school, the thing that you're supposed to go to to have a great career coming out of school, right, with their diploma, high school diploma, with their associates, with their bachelors, with their master's, and with their doctorates, having to work not one, but two and three jobs sometimes to pay their bills, to, to just live and survive. That's not right. There's something wrong there, right? And doing more of the same thing and stacking more of the same thing and stacking something that's already not working, there's a disconnect there. There's something that's not right. Does that make sense? Do you guys agree? So how is it that we go through all this schooling, we get our bachelor's, our master's, our doctorate even. I know several uh, physical therapists who are working one, two, three jobs, right? Just to, make men, uh, just to make ends meet, to take care of their family, right? To pay off student loans, pay off debt, which is another story for another day. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, I'm in $100,000 of debt right now for my student loans, but I'm not concerned about paying them off uh, because finance stuff and business stuff. But at the end of the day, we're doing more of what's not working. We're getting multiple jobs and these multiple jobs might allow us to make more money in the short term, but long-term, what is it going to do for ourselves, our, our health, our physical health, emotional health, mental health, but also for our relationships, our family, our friends. And if we have to have two or three jobs to survive, there is something completely wrong with that. And that is why I believe that the educational system is not evolving as quickly as it should. And that is, and I, I truly believe that I have gotten, I've grown more as a person and in my career and with my businesses by investing in self-education. So yeah, it just, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't compute in my mind. Uh, and I might, again, I might be the only one who uh, thinks like this or, uh, or maybe, maybe I am crazy, but if there's not even a little bit of truth to that, then um, I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to find out for yourself. But with that said, I do have to jump off. Uh, for those of you who are healthcare professionals, whether uh, you are starting a side hustle, want to start a business, want to grow your business, if you already have a business, if you are interested, I have a five-day challenge that's coming up uh, starting next Monday. It is held in my in my free Facebook community called Healthcare Business University, uh, and it's going to actually show you uh, how to develop a clinical freedom funnel. So more on what that is inside the challenge. <laughs> so if you're interested in jumping into that, go ahead and comment clinical freedom in the comment section down below and I'll go ahead and send you an invite to join the challenge. It's going to be epic. Uh, but with that said, um, I also want to hear your thoughts on everything that we just spoke about, about our current educational system. Uh, I've spent over $100,000 in traditional schooling 
And I've spent over $30,000 in online education, self-education on learning skills um, that will actually allow me to get the lifestyle that I want. So um, I spent a lot of money in investing in things. And I'm basically going to uh, deconstruct the things that I've learned over the past three years in my online education. And I'm going to share those things with you uh, during this five-day challenge. So go ahead, join the group. Uh, let me know what your greatest takeaway was from this conversation that we just had, uh, because I truly would love to start a conversation about this. I think the only way that things change is if people start making noise about it. If we start getting loud, if we start getting a little bit angry and start making a difference. So with that said, love you all so much. Fernando says, you are totally right. I learned more from personal development than from school. All those books are personal development books. None of those books are textbooks. There's no bio book there. There's no math book there. There is no history book there. All that is personal development. So uh, I totally agree with you, Fernando. But with that said, I gotta head out. Love you all so much. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. <laughs> and we'll talk soon. Take care, everyone. Bye. If you want to keep up with the content that we will be putting out, please feel free to hit that subscribe button. I hope you have a great day. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Journey to the Top podcast.